We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Loudmouth. Um, this is episode number two. I'm Madison Hadler, your host, and today I have Sophia. Hello, everyone. Sophia is my lovely friend, and today we're going to talk about something that interests in love that we both love. We're going to talk about some ghost stories and some fun true crime stories. I'm and, so ready for this. And just be exciting and talk about it. So, Sophia has some lovely notes because she is more prepared than any of us will ever be in our lives and so we're just gonna get going i guess all right i'm ready okay so what what do you have to talk about do you want to talk about ghost stories first yeah let's talk about ghost stories okay all right i'm gonna start off with one of my ghost stories this one oh my god i tell this all the time and people to this day like still don't really believe me it's just so creepy so the summer before i came to college my cousin's um, down the road, we're like, hey, can you watch my house, water my plants, pick up, like, my newspapers and stuff? And I was like, yeah, sure. They live in this old Victorian-type house with, like, white pillars, like, a huge front door and, like, two bay windows on either side of the door. So I ended up taking my cousin with me, and we were in the house. We did everything that we were supposed to do, and I was like, oh, I forgot to take in the newspaper. So he was out watering the front plants by the door, And I bent down to pick up my newspaper, which was, like, right in front of the bay window. And when I stood back up, I looked in the window, and there was a woman standing there. You go, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just get chills every time I talk about it. But you could clearly make out the face, and you could see just a white dress, and you could see that her hair was pulled back, and you could see her facial features. But she wasn't looking at me. She was just looking straight out of the window, which freaks me out even more. And, like, I just, like, stood there because I was frozen. I didn't know what to do. And after, like, a couple seconds, she just kind of dissipated. And I was, like, after I, like, everything said in, I was just like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, did you see this to my cousin? He was like, I think so. But I couldn't tell if it was just your reflection. I was like, okay, I'm not wearing white. And my hair is not pulled back. That's not my reflection. So I get in the car. I'm hysterical. I call my dad. My dad's like, you're an idiot. There's no one there. You're fine. But to this day, I have not gone back in that house because I refuse. Yeah. No, wait. Tell the part when he was looking through the scrapbook. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so then the next, like, Christmas, my grandmother had died in that January before I left for college. So then that December Christmas, we were, like, going through her old scrapbooks and stuff. And I wasn't – I was over talking to my cousins. And then my cousin who was with me when we were at the house was looking at this photo album and was like, hey – Sophia, will you come here? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, why does that face look familiar? And I was like, John, that's the one that I saw in the house at at Libinson, like the Sam's house that I was watching. And they and he was like, oh my god. And come to find out that that is actually the cousins who I was house sitting for. That was her great grandmother who had died in the house of an illness. Ah! 
god. And I was like, to this day, like, oh, I just get chills every time I talk about it, but I will never go back in that house. Yeah, no. Ever. That always, I told that story to someone else the other day. I was like, yeah, <laughs> Sophia had this happen to her. And they are like, oh, and I was like, I know. Because I don't have yeah. ghost stories, so I just tell everyone else's ghost stories. My mom says, like, I attract ghosts. Like, I just have that, like, whatever, sixth sense, if that's what it's called. Okay, yeah. So those people that, like, when they walk into, like, rooms and stuff, and they're like, oh, there's something off about this. Like, that creeps me out, too. Like, those people that can just, like, sense all these things. Like, yeah. apparently they're, like, that's, like, a whole thing about... I mean, obviously, like, churches and stuff, they've had a lot of people in them. Ooh. And, like, a lot of funeral, Like, you know, yeah. just very, yeah. like obviously spiritual stuff and they're like people who like when they go into churches on christmas like it was some story and in the and that's why we drink like podcast she was talking yeah i know she was like talking about it and she was like yeah this girl like was talking about this christmas service or whatever and she said there was like millions of people and the guy that she was with was like there was like i mean there was like a good amount of people but it wasn't that much and she was like no there was like it was crowded like we couldn't find a seat and he was like no, we, like, found a seat, but she, like, <gasps> saw all these, like, oh, no. all these, like, you know, people there, especially at Christmas, because, like, that's right. when the most people attend church, and, like, it's just, ah, creepy that to me. That just gave me goosebumps yeah, when you said that. That's disgusting. Ah! My mom said that one time, I don't think I told you this before, but one time my great-aunt party, she moved into this house, it was a pretty old house, and there was, like, a door to the upstairs, which was kind of like an upstairs suite. It had, like... A bedroom, bathroom, like, living room type area and, like, a kitchenette up there. And it looked like it hadn't been opened in a long time. So I was, like, three or four, I guess. And my mom said they were, like, moving her in and they couldn't find me. And they found me upstairs, like, sitting on the ground. And my mom's like, Sophia, what are you doing up here? And I said, I'm waiting for the children to come back. And I was like, and when my mom told me this, I was like, Mom, why don't you put me somewhere? Why don't you lock me up? And she was like, oh, we, you did that all the time. You said you saw people all the time. And I was like, Mom, no, I didn't. And she was like, yeah, but we never really believed you. And I guess I grew out of that because, like, I don't do that now. Ah! I know. Isn't that creepy? Well, that's the thing about, like, kids and animals and stuff. Like. Oh, yes. Oh, no. I have another story about a kid, but keep going. Okay. But just, like, they just, like, can see things because, like, kids aren't, like, you know brainwashed yet and animals like are pure people and so they can just ah yep yeah like when dogs like stare into the abyss of nothing and you're like oh it's like dogs make you feel more protected but also i'm terrified of oh being yeah alone with them because i'm like you're gonna fucking see something and yeah I'm not exactly gonna be able to... you're gonna look in the corner and start barking and then <laughs> the lights are gonna flicker and i'm gonna have to just leave the, i'm just have to leave i gotta go exactly Okay, what's your story? Are you ready what for your this? story? So, my cousin John Gray, shout out to John Gray, <laughs> he told me this story a couple weeks ago, and I was like, this is disgusting, because I go in this house all the time. It's his grandma's house. Okay. So, his mom and him, and his little sister, and his uncle, and their kids were having dinner in the living room. And Rose, who's the youngest, they said they were just sitting there, and Rose all of a sudden said, Mommy, who's that man at the top of the stairs? And they all looked, and no one was there, and, oh my god, I'm getting, oh... And Rose was like, yes, Mommy, there's a man at the top of the stairs. He's waving at us. And Mom, the mom was like, no, Rose, like, you're just using your imagination. That's so funny. My cousin John's like, no, we're going to go see what that is. So he picks up Rose, and they walk up the stairs, and he was like, Rose, do you see, like, the man anymore? And he said, she said, no, no, I don't see him now. He's gone. And we're like, oh, okay. And then I guess he, like, turned her around a little bit, and off the stairs is uh, the grandmother's bedroom. 
And he said, oh, no, no, the, the mom, he's in there. He's in the room. And so we turn around, and John still doesn't see anything. And I guess, like, he's still waving. And John was like, I'm taking her downstairs. This is too creepy. So then they, like, walk down the stairs. And then uh, Rose said, look out the window, John. He's waving goodbye. And we were like, what? And I guess, like, out of the window, Rose just saw a man waving goodbye. And I guess their theory is that it was the grandmother's husband who had passed away, just kind of, like, checking in on the family. That's, like, so creepy, but also, like, really nice. Yeah, like, not all ghost stories are, like, creepy, but, like, still you're just, like, it gives you chills, but you're like, oh, I guess I could be good. Especially because she was seeing him. Right, and nobody else was. And nobody else was. That's what, like, okay, so I was talking to my mom about ghost stories and stuff, and she doesn't necessarily believe in ghosts, but she, like, believes in, like, spirits and, like, you know, like people being there and like watching over you and stuff but she doesn't i don't know which is like another thing about like it's how you perceive ghosts like they don't have to be scary but whatever but and i think i told you this before but i'm gonna say it um but they like so she had a grandma obviously and um the grandma had passed away and she grew up in a really small town and so everyone kind of knew everyone and so everyone kind of knew that she had passed away and all this stuff and so when they had pa- when she had passed away they cleaned out her house and they sold it to this family um they were like a new family and they had a little girl and i guess one day um the little girl was like you know doing something playing around but she went up to her mom and her mom was like mom i saw her the little girl was like, Mom, I saw the girl who used to live in this house. And the mom was like, what do you... Because she obviously knows that she had passed away because, like, the family... I mean, like, it was a small town. Everyone knew. Right. So they knew that, like, my great-grandma had passed away and stuff. And I guess... Um, and she was like, oh, what, what do you mean? Like, what did... Did she say something to you, you know? And the little girl was like, yeah, she just told us that she's really happy that we're living in this house now and that she hopes we have a lot of fun here and that she's going to be watching over us. And the mom was like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) It was like, you know, freaking out but didn't want to, like, freak out the child. And so I guess they told, like, my grandma – or, yeah, they told my grandma. My grandma told my mom. She's like – yeah, that's the only time I've really believed in anything because, like, that sounds like something exactly like my grandma would say about, like, to a little girl because she was, like, everyone's friend, apparently. She, like, she would say something, like, yeah. comforting and be, like, I hope you live a good life or whatever. I don't know. But, man, that's kind of creepy, but it's, like, so nice to hear from yeah. that. But, like, imagine being that mom and be, like, my daughter has the sixth sense. Like, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it's fine. Hot dang. Hot dang. Ghost stories. I love ghost stories. I was talking to you. I was in college park the other day and i was talking to like Flo and stuff and so Paige and i swear that our old apartment in college park was haunted yeah i remember you saying something about like that. we swear it was haunted like and not like the typical like i don't know i feel like college campuses just since they're so old they've had so many people like live i think yeah. really what creeps me out is the fact that people have like lived here for like a really long time like there right. had been so many people before us and that just like mm-hmm. you know kind of it creeps me out because i'm just like oh i'm not the only person who has like i don't know right been no. in this building like yeah. thousands of people have right. been in this building before. from like the fifth 1915 to yeah like, and like the now. buildings that are up since i don't know i think that's what creeps me out the most for it's sure. just like there were so many bodies in here they've been in here but yeah. anyway so like you know we were in our apartment, and it wasn't, like, super nice. And it wasn't, like, we would get, like, well, like, nothing would, I don't know, like, actually, like, come out and, like, present itself at all ever. Yeah. 
but it was just like feelings and oh, like yeah. so one like a lot of the times Paige and I would have this feeling that like somebody would be in the house with us like we would be alone <sighs> and we would just feel like I like if she wasn't there I'd feel like she was there or if like Brooke wasn't there I'd feel sure. like she was there I don't know it's just like this thing where like I just would feel like there was somebody else in the house with me so sometimes I'd like wake up from a nap or something and be like and like open my door and be like hello and no one would say oh, anything, I but I felt that. the feeling that somebody was there. Right. And it was just, like, so weird, and I don't even know how to explain it, but, like, that's how it was. And then, like, a, a lot of the times, it would be, like, I was doing my makeup or something in yeah. the mirror, and it would face the other hallway, and, like, so I could see the other <sighs> hallway behind me. And I would just not even, like, see someone, but I would, like, swear to God that someone would be, like, walking Sure, like, yeah. Down that hallway. Like, you just got the sense that someone's doing it. Yeah. Oh, Lord almighty. Yeah, and it's not, like, anything really scary happened. It was just, like, that kind of, like... Just, like, the feeling, like, you think it's there. Yeah, and so I was telling, like, Flo about that, and she was getting really mad at me because she lives in college park. She's like, I'm not going to be able to sleep now, Madison. And I was like, it wasn't like they did anything to us. It was just, like, this... Like that just feeling like, that they had been there. Yes. Well, it's like resi- was residual energy, I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. Like, you can, like, sometimes, like, the walls or whatever, like, keep that energy. So, like, the people who come in and out of that house for however long it's built, like, that could have been what you were feeling, too. Yeah. And, like, especially, like, going to, like, old jails and stuff. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's just creepy because, like, people have lived in there and, like, like m- millions, like, thousands of people. Have, right. I don't know. It's just, like, a weird weird like i'm not the only person who's been in here and i'm not gonna be right. the last person who's been exactly in here. that's just so creepy yeah like uh, whenever you like think about it deeply like i don't think we ever were like oh this is my home for now but like imagine who's been there before and who's gonna come after you yeah like, in years to come like, i honestly think about like my like childhood home and we had the wood was from an old church oh that's cool and i'm like i don't know how i didn't experience more like paranormal things because like that's like I don't know yeah. people have walked on you know like I don't know but I never maybe I wasn't like paying attention to it sure. because I didn't really get I was terrified of ghosts when I was younger mm-hmm. like I would hate when people would tell me scary stories I was too and I wasn't able to like watch like TV during the month of October because of the scary <laughs> mo- the kids yeah, scary yeah. movie commercials would come up and I'd that's get so funny. I'd be terrified so I don't know what it is but like I don't know but I don't know and then I was talking to Lexi about it the other day and she told me that her childhood home was very old too and she had like she in her room there there was like a little tiny door that was in her room she doesn't know really what it was used for but it was really old so like couldn't have been used for anything but it was like there was like a little tiny door in her room and I guess like she didn't think about it whenever she was like growing up but she like thinks about it now and like they would like when she would wake up in the middle of the night and just like do weird things and just like do it and not be scared and then like go back to bed so like apparently on that weird little door sometimes she would hear like scratching oh yuck yeah she would hear like scratching and things like that during the middle of the night and she would just wake up and just pound her fist on the little door and then go back to bed and like it would stop well, if it and worked, she, it worked, I guess. Yeah, but, but it was just, cow. like, so weird. And then, apparently, one night, she woke up, like, wet. Like, there had been, like, she woke up, and it was, like, head to toe. Like, she was wet. Was she, like, sweating or, like? No, it was, like, drink. Like, it was, like, somebody had poured, like, water on her or something. But she was, like, she was, like, it wasn't, like, I, like, wet the bed or anything because, like, right. it was literally from my head to my toes. But she just got up, got some towels, and went back to bed. How would you not question what was happening? Did she get in the shower? That's so creepy. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. And then also, just another thing. Um, I I want to say it was on That's Why We and That's Why We Drink. I, but I'm not totally sure. sure. But it was some, or maybe it was like a subreddit. I don't know. It was something that I was reading about, like, weird yeah. things. And there was a story that this girl told where she had, like, a lucid dream. Like, yeah, yeah. And it was that she was, like, walking around to her town, like, at night, like, I don't know where it was. I don't know, but she was, like, walking around, and she, like, vividly remembers seeing all these different things, but then she woke up, and she was, like, in her bed, and but and so she just contributed to a dream, and, like, some other weird things happened, but I guess when she looked at her phone, like, activity log, it was that she was, and oh, and she woke up with, like, videos or something. Oh, what? Yeah, and so then she looked at her activity log, and it had been her, wa- like, it was, like, you, you walked like however many miles between the hours of like 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. So like when was she like, was obviously asleep. That's so creepy. But she didn't wake up. But it like, wasn't like sleepwalking or anything. I I don't know. That's so creepy. I know. Just weird like paranormal things like that like like sleep paralysis and stuff. Like <gasps> I I've never had it. My sister had it like a ton when she was little, and I really don't even know a lot about it. It's so scary. Have I. You- I saw, like, a meme today. Oh, it was, like, it made me laugh, but I was also, like, oh, that's kind of bad. Because I don't know anything about sleep paralysis, but it was, like, whenever I have sleep paralysis and my demon in the corner and it's, like, playing, like, uh, September, the 21st, like, September, and it was, like, the demon, like, shrug- shrugging his shoulders in the corner, like, dancing to it. And I was, like, <sighs> I was, like, that's so creepy. <laughs> I hate that. That's very uncomfortable. But, yeah, sleep paralysis freaks me I'm just, like, really bad at sleeping. <laughs> like, I'm just, yeah. like, really bad at going to bed. But I swear to God, whenever it hits, like, 3 a.m., I'm like, go to bed now. Or, like, it's almost 3 a.m. Yeah, or, like, I'm someone's like, going to happen. I'm like, go to bed, go to bed. You're going to wait. You're going to be unhappy if you wake up. I don't know. Weird things. No, I, a couple nights ago, I was waking up every hour on the dot. I'm not even kidding. It was, I went to bed kind of late because I got a Dr. Pepper or whatever. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Me and too. Was, like, I went to sleep and finally, like, around, like, 1.30-ish, and I woke up at 2.02, 3.02, and 4.02. And I was like, that's not funny. And I, like, rolled over, and I woke up one morning, and I was like, I'm not looking at my clock. And then I tried to go back to sleep, and then I slept until my class, but, like, I, the whole day I was just like, why did I do that? Like, that's so weird. That's so weird. There was this one guy that I used to work at the pool with, and this isn't really paranormal, but it's just, like, a weird, like, yeah. phenomenon thing. He, like, there was, like, a time... That, like, whenever he looked at the clock, it was always that time. And, like, ever since he was little, that time was, like, really relevant to him. I forget what time. It was, like, I don't know, like, 12, like, I don't know, 13 or something. It was so, such a weird time. But he was, like, every time I check, like, every time I wonder what time it is and then I check the clock, it's that time. And, like, he was, like, every, like, ever since my childhood, like, this time has, like, followed me around. Like, That's this so one weird. time, and I'm like, and I don't even know what to attribute that to. Like, paranormal, maybe? I don't know. No, like, yeah. just, like, weird coincidence, but, like, just right. weird things like that, like, unexplained things, like. I read, like, a weird thing one time. I don't remember what it was on. I think it was, like, a BuzzFeed article or something about this guy who basically had that same thing, but he was just, like, flipping through the Bible one day, and it was at, like, Revelations. We just got like, the same yeah, notification, like, so that's why that? I was, like. Anyway, <laughs> it was like weird. It was like Revelations fourteen twenty or not fourteen. That's not a time. It was like some time. It was like 
118 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, the verse was, like, I don't, I'm just quoting this. I have no idea. But it was, like, something like, God will be with you always or something like that. And that that's the time that he kept looking at. And, like, he would, that number would always pop up. Like, he would be reading a book and, his, like, in his mind, that number of that, like, page would, like, stand out to him. So, wow, that's that, really interesting. I wish I could. I, I'm pretty sure it was a BuzzFeed thing. It could have been just a thing I found on the internet. Yeah, but that's so interesting. Is it though? Like, that's just so weird. And I, like, what do you like? What do you attribute that to? Like, yeah. this weird coincidence, paranormal, like things or is it like, just, like out of this feeling? world. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, feelings are so weird. Like, like just intuition like, and stuff. Yeah, like walking into something and being like, I feel weird, and then like weird things happen to you and yeah. you're like okay that's why i feel weird <laughs> i don't remember who i heard this from but they like live down the street from some serial killer did we talk about this we might have i don't know oh my god i think so was it like in chicago or something something like that and the the person was like the serial killer had like asked them a question that day or something and they had like a bad feeling about it so they were like no we can't really help you and then they went back in their house and like two days later they saw him on the tv as like serial killer on the hunt or whatever was it Anissa's mom? Did I make that up? Oh my god. No, I think so. I think it was. I think something, I, like, something that. like that. But okay. Anymore. Yeah. Do you do you think Jury's haunted? Like do you think Oh for sure. I feel like any college is haunted. Yeah. In some way. Maybe not like haunted, like they don't come out and like you know oh, freak yeah. people out. But I feel one, Jury's been around since the Civil War. Right. So that's a lot of people who have been here. Two, all the buildings are pretty much, like... The same yeah. as they were. And even if they're not, it's like they're still in the same ground that, like, Drury was. Right. So it's like, I don't know. But I, yeah. I think yeah. they're just, like, people that just, like, you know, walk around and hang out. Like, right. not necessarily that they have to do anything. But I know, like, Smith isn't Smith, like, super Yeah, because I'm pretty haunted. sure people brought in, like, a Ouija board our freshman um, year. And the Ouija board apparently is still in there because they don't want to do anything with it because they don't want to, like, ruin anything, I guess. Okay, and that's another thing. Lexi said that when she was younger, she did Ouija boards all the time. And I was like, that is not okay. I will never touch a Ouija board. I will board. never do a Ouija board. No, my mom told me, like, last Christmas that we had one in the closet. And I was like, I'm never coming back home. No. No. Why would you... Because, one, you could just, like, literally be... Like, you could mess something up and, like, yes. anger some spirits. Or you could let something in that you do not want to be there. Exactly. I just don't think anyone should... Unless you no. really know what you're doing. Right. And you very much know how to open the portal and close the portal. Like, yeah, yeah no. like she said one time, they didn't close the portal. And they've never closed it. I was like, you're an awful human being. Oh, my gosh. That's so scary. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I will never touch a Ouija board, no. ever. Like, I've just heard so many bad things, like, from my mom when she played with him and my aunt, and I'm like, I will never, no. ever in my life touch one, just because, mm-hmm. like, I have watched way, one too many paranormal scary movies, and I was like, no, that's not happening. No. No. Why do you say, do I believe that Jerry's on? Because I went on a ghost tour of Claire Thompson. Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It was Talk so creepy. That. Well, before this, it was, like, last semester, and it was, like, right before finals, and if you're a music student, you do a jury with your instrumental vocal. So you have to do, like, three songs, memorized, whatever. So I was in Claire Thompson practicing. Claire like Thompson a, is a theater. Yeah, it's, a, yeah <laughs> it's a theater, like, music building. So it was, like, 11.30 at night, and no one would come with me, but I needed to practice because my jury was the next morning at 9 a.m. So I was like, I'm going to practice for a little bit. So I walked in there. Everything was fine. I got in there, and then I just got this really uneasy feeling <laughs> while I was practicing, and I was like, I think I need to leave. And so I called my friend Tanner, and I was like, Tanner, will you come to Claire Thompson and come get me? And he's like, Why? And I was like, I just have an uneasy feeling, and I really don't want to be in here alone. He was like, 
Mama didn't raise a bitch. Sophia just walk out. And I was like, I can't do it. And he's like, do it because I'm not coming to get you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I walk out of the room and like I just have this terrible, like I just like the hair is just standing up <laughs> and my face just turns red. And I just like know something's going to happen. And I'm walking out and I hear footsteps behind me. And I didn't really think it was like anything, whatever, because I, it just didn't click with me. And I turned around and nobody was there. And I was like, oh, someone might have walked down the hallway. So I went to go look and see if anyone was down the hallway. You went no to go look? Yeah, see, I was dumb. <laughs> I would but be like, like, psych, gotta go. I was like, oh, maybe someone is actually here. I'll go say hi to them. No. And so then I was like, okay, that's creepy. I'm getting the heck out of here. So I start walking. And then I hear the footsteps again. And I was like, I'm not turning around. And then when I don't turn around, I hear like them running. Like it, it sounds like someone is running up to me. So then I, this is also kind of funny because whatever. But I start, I take off like to the front door. But I'm an idiot. And I forget that they lock the front doors at night. So I run into the front door and I fall on my butt. And I have to crawl and I have to run to the other side of Claire to get out of the door that's unlocked. And I, I hated it. It's, it was terrible. I hate that so much. I'm never going to be Claire Thompson alone ever. No, seriously, don't. Like, and that's not like a funny thing. No, just like, like don't, don't because something will happen. And like my friends, like a lot of them who have graduated out have said like, if you're ever on the, like the stage of Clara Thompson at night, you'll see seats in the balcony, like go down. Oh, like yeah. someone's sitting in them. Yeah. So Always a theater has to have a ghost. Yeah. Happy. Cause I've never personally, I, I need to stop saying this because eventually. Well, you better I'm, knock on wood. I better because eventually <laughs> it's going to happen to me. But like. I feel like sometimes I'm not, I don't know. I feel like sometimes they go towards skeptical people because they're like, bitch, you don't believe in me? I don't know. Like, right. But also. But they're like, I'm going to make you believe. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. What do you, okay, what is your opinion on like when people who have passed come into your dreams and like say things to you? Do you believe that that's like them actually being there? Do you believe that that's just like your mind? Oh my God, I've never thought of that. My cousin, John, again, hello, John. He told me this a couple days ago. He said that my grandmother, his Aunt Pat, came to him in a dream a couple days ago and just asked how people were checking up on him, just saying, I'm so proud of you. I'm glad you're at Drury. Like, that was that was my grandma's alma mater. Like, she was a pie pie at Drury, actually. Yeah. And she was just, like, checking up and asked about me, asked about everybody else. And he was like, well, do you think that was her? And I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, that's never really happened to me if it has I haven't thought about it I've just been like oh yeah there they are like you know I've never thought about them coming from beyond and like saying something in your dream I don't think it's ever happened to me I mean I've never really had a lot of people die in my life so like I mean like I don't know but I don't think I've ever had a dream with someone in it but that's weird I've never thought of that my mom her her mom my grandma had died like when I was in the fourth grade and my mom says every around my grandma's birthday she always has a dream of my grandma and it like she nothing ever really happens she's kind of there like just in family like scenes and stuff and so it's like really heartwarming but also like do you think that that's like them them oh my god i've never thought of that before now i'm like having an existential crisis i don't know yeah i don't know what i think it is it's like crazy I kind of hope so. That'd be, yeah. like, that's nice. It's like a, Especially because she was, like, talking to him, like, right. asking him about his life and, like, you know. Yeah. So, like, you would hope that would be. But them. maybe it's your subconscious just being, right. like. Right. I miss them. Yeah. I'm going to dream about them. Then they would be proud of me, you know, right. or something like that. Well, there was also that, like, thing. It, like, went around in junior high. It's like, oh, well, if you're dreaming about me, then, like, 
or if they they're thinking about you, then you have a dream of that. Oh yeah. So like, hmm. Hmm. Perplexing. (laughs) I just wanted to know your opinion. I think that one of the weirdest things about like dreams, and this isn't really paranormal, but like, the thing is that our mind doesn't just make up things. Like, yeah, like that. Anybody you see in your dream, even if you don't know them, you've met them somehow. You've met them and you've seen them. Or will meet them? Is it like you've met or will meet? I think it's you've met because your brain can't just like make up right. things like even if you make up like stories in your head it's still coming from like past experiences sure. and like things you've heard about so like i don't know i think that's really weird when people have like yeah when i have dreams and there are random ass people in there and i'm like who are you yeah but like you've met them yeah some way. It's, or you've oh. seen them just like passing in the street and your brain just like remembers them that's so weird yeah it's really creepy the brain is so weird it's really weird like how you like remember things and like sometimes you don't remember things because you push them so far back but yeah. then like someone's like you were this time and you're like oh my god yeah i did do that yeah that's so weird oh my god you tired no okay. <laughs> uh because i could really talk about dreams i'm just like subconsciously like i need to yawn i'm sleepy now. subconscious is weird too just everything is everything, weird. everything is okay weird. continue with claire thompson though because i know you have more to tell oh so i went on a ghost tour of claire thompson and I guess it was with a freshman, it was last year, it was, like, with a freshman core class, which is, like, the class you take when you're a freshman at Drury. And we, it was me and my friend Kelsey, we were inside Clara practicing or whatever, just hanging out, and we were leaving, and we heard a bunch of footsteps, and so, of course, we just start freaking out. We're like, oh, my God, what is happening? And then, like, this, like, Drury security comes in, and they were like, it's dark in Clara Thompson because they shut off all the lights besides the practice room hallways. And so we just see flashlights, and we're like, what? And we thought it was the police. We're like, what did we do? <laughs> and then it was, like, jury security. And then I don't know who the class was, but a couple of my friends were in there, and they're like, oh, we're going to go on a ghost tour of Clara and then go to the tunnels under Drury, which I did not go to the tunnels, which I regret. But we yeah, were in... Yeah, what are the tunnels? I don't know, but Civil War tunnels, I think, that are just, like, under Drury. But, like, people have been in them and stuff, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, but we I were saying... I think I'd be kind of terrified, but... Yeah, I would, too. Like, ugh, yeah. ugh. It's also, there's no lights. It's just dark and wet, and no thank yep, you. No, no thank you. Yeah, I think I'd die. No, but me But also, too. like, whatever. Okay, yeah. continue. So, we were sitting... We, like, sat down, and, like, the jury security guys had an SB spirit box. So, if, like, you don't know what that is, it's, like, where it, like, scans radio frequencies at, like, a super high pace, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it, like, spirits can... Con- communicate through that by like through those radio stations and it like gives them the energy i guess and so they were doing that and we were just sitting there and he was like hi my name is steve uh this is my buddy matt this is our dog like we're here with this core class trying to talk to whoever is here and then they like we just kind of let it and there was no voices that come through or anything and then they were like well what's your name and then two seconds later you hear steve and he's like no that's my name what's your name and then you hear come through oh I got chills when I said it again but I was with my friend Jordan Staley and she does not like ghosts like she doesn't like talking about it and I made her go in there because I wanted to see what's happening and she was gripping my hand so tight that I had bruise marks on my knuckles and she was like Sophia we have to leave I can't do this and I was like all right we'll go whatever but then we set we stayed for a little bit because we didn't want to interrupt like the spirit box thing yeah do anything because they would like call you out they'd be like those two are leaving right (laughs) and be like yeah go get them like no thank you Mr. Ghost so then Mr. Ghost Mr. Ghost so they were like talking about in um what their experiences were and they said one day they were cleaning up after an event that was in there where there were like streamers and stuff and they were vacuuming and stuff and the guy heard running up behind him and he thought it was the other like jury security guy with him but it was nobody 
and like he said he felt like air went by him and that's just like stuck with me yeah for some reason because could you imagine like turning around no one being there and just feeling, feeling the rush of yeah. air go against like your face yeah oh i hated it and he said one time he was in here uh late at night and they were doing something on the stage like fixing the lights or something and the lights were off except for the ones on the stage and so up in the balcony there's like the main floor and then the balcony and up at the very top of the balcony there's like two doors with an exit sign above it and they said that he turned around and he saw a black figure pass by the exit sign like he because the light was blocked and he said yeah. like to this day he will not look up there if he's doing things because he's afraid of seeing it again and like that at that point I think my hand was about to fall off because Jordan was holding it so hard and she was like okay we really have to go and I was like okay so like we because they were going to go tour the downstairs of Clara which is like if you have never been in there there's a stage of Clara and then there's a spiral staircase down to the basement that used to be the old theater dressing room and down in that theater dressing room I went down there with my friend uh, Tanner one time just to, like, see what it was, but I was freaking out. I was like, Tanner, you have to go first. I can't do this by myself. Yeah. And so we went down there, and there's drawers still pulled out. There's still makeup. There's still, like, things on the ground. There's still, like, um, almost like clothespins. Bobby pins. Okay. Bobby pins everywhere. And there's, like, you can see the mirror, but there's, you can see where people have been down there and have just, like, kind of tried to play a joke where they, like, put a handprint and then, like, like swipe oh, okay. it down so it, like, looks creepy. Yeah. But then there's also this chair, like a... A folding chair that just sits in the middle of the room and faces the corner but it hasn't been touched because none of the dust is like disturbed it looks like there's been like years of dust on this thing but you can see where it's been turned like you can see on the ground where the dust has like um, gone to where like the chair has been like oh turned God. around I guess okay but like none of you can't see any fingerprints on the chair or anything so that's just like really suspicious you know yeah so then at that point I was like I can't do this I gotta get out of here so I get like there's that that's creepy and then there's the very very downstairs of Claire Thompson which we went to for like a tornado drill or something and there's just like newspaper like all up on the walls it's just so creepy and like you go down there and you just always have this eerie feeling yeah. Yeah. I think Claire Thompson is, like, the creepiest building on this place. Oh, yeah. But, like, that's where I literally have every single one of my classes. So, that's where I am 99% of my day. And you're just like... I'm like, oh, I watched an, an episode of Ghost Adventures one time that was, like, kind of really heartwarming but also really creepy. I don't remember what it was called, but it was, like, they did, like, the diner of this show and then also the theater. And so they had, like, this camera. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called the SLS camera or something like that. Okay. And... If there's, like, a figure, it will point out. It looks like a little stick figure on the camera, and <gasps> it can find it. Ew. Okay. It's so creepy. And so, I think I hate it more because it's a stick <clears throat> figure. Yeah, and it'll, like, you, you can see it, like, move its arms or, like, move its legs or, like, move its head or its body. If, like, from the dots, from, like, where it is or whatever. Okay. It's so, so creepy. And they, like, were in this theater, and, like, uh, this guy... Uh, Zach Bagans was like had his camera on the stage and they were asking questions and stuff and then you see one figure pop up and you see another one and another one and another one like a band and they're like can you play us a song and right after they say that you see a figure's arm start to do like a guitar movement and you see a figure's arm start to do like drums and another one was doing like another guitar and someone had like their hand like this kind of like holding like a microphone and I was like, what? And they said it, and like, I went, oh, you could see it, and you could see them doing these movements, and you're like, whoa, that's kind of really cool. Yeah. But also so creepy. Yeah. 
like I think it's a lot of like ghost stories too. It's like well, especially ones where it's like, oh, my like mom came back and visit. You know, yeah. like it's like, okay, creepy, but also like kind of nice and like yeah. Well, thank you for thinking of me in your afterlife. Like but, yeah, but also. I'm terrified right, right now. Like, I don't know. It's so weird. Like, those kind of stories also. But, like, what, what do you think you would do if, like, I don't know, someone that passes in your family comes and says hi to you, like, when you're just laying in bed, just, like, kind of just shows up? Because, like, you, you would think that they want you to be happy. Yeah. But also, like, I would be terrified. I think it's more, like, I think... Well, I would hope that, like, if that ever happened to me, it wouldn't be, like, them just, like, coming back. It would be, like, little things that they do. The whole pennies from heaven thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, when you, like, yeah. And, like, it's just those kind of things. I'm like, well, I would hope that it would just be little, tiny, like, right. cute mementos of them and not, like, them literally reappearing and being right. like, hey, girl. And being hey. like, oh, my God, get away from me. Like, <laughs> I've seen one too many, like, scary movies like Insidious or any of those movies where I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Just don't even want to deal with you. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, do you have more? Do you want to talk about true crimes? We can. Okay. Let's do it. Let's and like, unsolved like cases really just get to me. Oh, me too. Because I don't know how I would deal with it as a family member Right. not knowing what happened. Right. It's crazy. Have you ever heard of the Springfield 3? Fuck. Are you ready for this? Oh, my God. Okay. So, I was actually talking to my family about this, like, before my cousin Will's wedding. It was, like, their rehearsal dinner, and I was telling them about, like, and this is why we drink podcasts, okay. and they were, like, telling me about other, like, true crimes and stuff. So, they were, like, have you heard of the Springfield 3? And so, I was, like, no. And then, whenever you told me you were going to do this, I was, like, oh, this is a good one. So, the Springfield 3 is about Cheryl Lovett, Susie Streeter, and Stacey McCall. They were three women who went to Kickapoo High School here in Springfield. <gasps> Wait! Wait, I have... Okay, continue, okay, though. Continue, because yeah. I gonna, don't I'm going to read this. This is from thelineup.com. Okay. And it says, Three women mysteriously vanished from a home in Springfield, Missouri, sometime between the night of June 6th and the morning of June 7th, 1992. After a gr- night of a graduation party hopping, 19-year-old Suzanne Streeter and 18-year-old Stacy McCall headed to a friend's to crash. After deciding it was too crowded, the two returned to Streeter's house, where her mother, Cheryl Elizabeth Levitt, awaited. When friends stopped by early next morning to pick up the girls for a planned water park trip, all three women were gone. Everything in the house was seemingly untouched, purses, keys, neatly folded clothing. The single thing out of a place was a broken lampshade for the porch light, which the boyfriend of one of Streeter's friends had swept away. In December of 1992, an anonymous tipster phoned the America's Most Wanted hotline, claiming they had information about these potential <clears throat> murders. They, uh, the caller promptly hung up before they could be traced to authorities. And in 1997, imprisoned, convicted kidnapper, robber, and Florida murder suspect Robert Craig Fox told journalists the women's had been murdered and buried, never to be recovered. However, there were inconsistencies in his claims, and that made it difficult to determine whether he was providing false statements. Okay. Investigates, investigators also received a tip claiming the women were buried under the foundations of a local hospital parking lot. When a crime reporter and medical engineer scanned a corner of the lot with ground-penetrating radar, they found the presence of three anomalies consistent with a grave location. Springfield Police Department stated that because the scans were not conclusive, conclusive digging up the concrete was not justified. So their, their bodies might be there. Yeah. And to this day, they're probably still there. But since they can't get, like, a fair reading, then, like, 
they won't dig it up. But these women would now be... Yeah, it, it's the mom and the two girls. So the yeah. mom, who was 47, Susie Streeter, who was 19, and Stacey McCall, who was 18. And, like, to this day, it's still unsolved. Yeah, that creeps me out. I, I don't know where... I, I feel like it was an anniversary sometime, like, a mm-hmm. little bit ago. Yes, and I saw it, it. it was. And I saw it somewhere, and I, like, was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is in Springfield. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's so weird. And they just refused to dig it up. So, th- was the mom single then, I'm assuming? I or, guess like, was so. any, nobody else in the house? Yeah, nobody I mean, else was in the house, I guess. And so, like, just the three women were there. And then the next morning, the girls were trying to be picked up for a water park, and no one was there, so they called the cops, I guess. And, like, everything was in the house was fine, so, like... It had to be someone they know. They know yeah. Like, I've watched too much Criminal Minds to not know that part. Yeah. Like, it had to be someone they know, someone they trusted that they got in the car with. Because, obviously, there wasn't a struggle or anything. Nothing. And everything was, like, still there. Purses, keys. Yeah, that's creepy. Like, and everything, like, clothes were still folded and stuff. And, like, the lampshade thing, I don't really understand the, like, significance of that, but... But still... But still, like, that's a something thing. Something out of place, I guess. But it's, like, broken glass lampshade for the porch light. So, like, what if they, like, rang the doorbell and the light was out so they couldn't see who it was and they opened the door? You know? Ooh. And just, like... But what time did they get home? Did it say in that? What time they got home, maybe? Um, it just... It doesn't say a time. It was just probably later that night because it said graduation party hopping. Yeah. So, I mean, I so guess that's it was pretty late. That's what's, like, really weird is, like... And imagine being one of those last people to see them. But not knowing that's that was so your last crazy. time that you were going to see them. Like, that creeps me out. Like, that's so crazy. Uh, there was another, like, especially, like, okay, so, not that unsolved, like, murders creep, not, mm-hmm. don't creep me out because they do, but unsolved, like, kidnappings where they don't know where the body is, like, if they are dead, yeah. creep me out even more because it's like, well, one for the family, like, right. imagine, in, like, you know, losing your child and just not knowing where they are, like, not even knowing if they're, like, dead or, or if they're still suffering, right. like, that kills me. Yeah. And then, like, and then also just, like, seriously, just not knowing where they are, like, that's so weird, and, like, knowing that they're gone, but knowing that there's, like, nothing really you can do to, like... Anything about it. Help them. No. And, like, cold cases. It's just, like, they just give up. It was really great to have you, Sophia. I'm so glad to be here. I could talk about this stuff for hours. I'm very excited. I know, I could too, but I'm going to have to edit all of this, and I'm like, (laughs) I should probably stop with my life. But thank you for coming on Loudmouth Podcast. Woo! Bye, guys. Bye. Follow me on Instagram, Loudmouth Pod. Follow Sophia. What is your Instagram name? At Sophia underscore Thompson with two N's, I think. I don't know. Sure, let's let's look. Let's look. Yeah, Sophia underscore Thompson with two N's. Perfect. Amazing. Well, <laughs> we're ending it now. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>